This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, May 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Doing well, Dylan. Hanging in there. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm back from Seattle. I survived a Thursday monologue episode. It was good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. No, it's uh, as long as it's not a habit, it's fine. I felt a little well, crazy, but I got some good tweets about it. I, I saw, you, know, you sent out the bat signal at like 4.30 in the morning central time. Yeah. I looked at my phone and I'm just like, this, no, no. <laughs> not happening. And I, I just like I just like looked at it and like rolled back over. And... That's totally okay. Um, yeah, it went fine. The important part is not missing a day. We managed. To that, that is the important part. That... Yeah. Well, we're going to uh, get ready for Friday. We do miss the weekends. We take the weekends off, so we'll be looking at Friday, Saturday, Sunday DFS picks uh, going forward. Right now, uh, we start with Friday the fifteenth. Matt, who do you like at catcher on Friday? At catcher for the fifteenth, honestly, the one name that. That really sticks out to me, and let me just double check. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, yeah, it's Money Grandal mm-hmm. against Colorado. I, I like that matchup against Eddie Butler. Yeah, that's going to be a popular stack, and there's no reason so. not to like him. Yeah, Eddie Eddie Butler. He's kind of you know he's got like a one to one strikeout to walk ratio. He's exactly as many strikeouts as walks. You know, he's got a one six six whip and only a three seven three area. I think that area is going to balloon very soon. Yeah, he's not great. So, um, wish they were in Colorado, but in Dodger Stadium, that's okay. I definitely had Grandall. The other name I wrote down, uh, Brian McCann gets Chris Young. And I know Brad Johnson is really big on fly ball matchups. You know, fly ball hitter, fly ball pitcher. There's not a much more fly ball pitcher than Chris Young, you know. So that could be good for Brian McCann. Again, wish he was in Yankee Stadium, but I, he could be, uh, in for a good matchup there. Does Jason Castro do anything for you in, in Houston? Uh, I've thought about it. He gets R.A. Dickey. That's fine. I, I don't... That's fine. You know, I wouldn't blame you if you went with him if you were not inspired by Grandall or McCann. Um, mm-hmm. But he's not exciting. R.A. Dickey's an okay matchup. He has hit righties pretty well this year. Yep, that's what he does. Um, how about first base? I had a bunch of names at first base. Actually, I really had two that stuck out to me. Okay. I, I, I know you don't have the hand in this matchup, but I really like... Paul Goldschmidt versus Chad Billingsley. Sure. And I like Prince Fielder uh, versus, where's, 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 Prince Fielder versus Bruce Chen. Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, that's lefty on lefty. You but care about that? Actually, no, not, uh, not in this case, because in the, in, over the last few years, Prince has done bad things to Bruce Chen. Yeah. And Bruce Chen's not very good. I don't no. think it matters in that case, you know. It's yeah. kind of it's cool that Bruce Chen has hung, hung around this long, you know. Yeah, I used to kind of like him, but I would not be scared of him in a DFS matchup. He was, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago, he was like a pretty high prospect, and then he kind of came up and was a nothing, and then yeah. kind of had a career for himself. So Stuck it out. For, Stuck it out. I'm still, I'm still banging against him, but good for him. I like the D-backs. I wrote it down. I keep having these teams. Um, I try to come up with a term for it on Thursday, where mm-hmm. if I maybe don't like specific guys from a team, but the whole lineup could do well, and so you could grab guys to fill in the cracks. Okay. And I have to do better than this, but the first term that popped in my mind was calling him Spackle, and that <laughs> you can just kind of like, oh no, I haven't found a shortstop I really like, but the Tigers are going to whip up Mike Pelfrey. Just grab Jose Iglesias and kind of fill in the cracks of him. Uh, I think we can do better than that, but right now I think of them as Spackle. And the D-backs at Chad Billingsley, look, they're all right-handed, and he's right-handed, so not an advantage for him. No. But 
it doesn't matter. Any of them could do fine, including Paul Goldschmidt. So that's my spackle pick. I really hope this phrase doesn't stick, but that's what uh, what I have for now for filling in the cracks. Chris Davis gets Jared Weaver. That's A-OK with me. Albert Pujols gets Wei Yin Chen. Um, I'm going to like a lot of those angels in Baltimore because mm. uh, they kind of beat up lefties. Uh, Brandon Belt gets Jason Marquis. Nothing wrong with picking against Jason Marquis, even though Brandon Belt is as inconsistent as any first baseman. Lucas Duda gets Kyle Lowe's. That's fine. Freddie Freeman goes to Miami for David Phelps. That's not inspiring, but I could see him doing fine, too. Carlos Santana gets Wandy Rodriguez, which is a good matchup, but Cleveland doesn't hit lefties that well, so I'm worried about how much support he might get. And mm. Wandy is not good, but he can be pull out decent outings every once in a while, you know. So Cleveland at Texas is kind of troublesome for me. Um, mm. Should have a good matchup against a bad pitcher, but I don't see a lot of it. Um, Matt Adams gets Shane Green. Billy Butler gets your boy, Carlos Rodon. And I just keep going back to this guy as maybe the best pick on most days. Adrian Gonzalez gets Eddie Butler. He's... Pretty good for RBIs, pretty good for homers, collect his hits. It's hard to not be feel good about Adrian Gonzalez, especially against a guy like Eddie Butler. So any other first baseman for you or is, is I think I think we covered it pretty well. Let's drop your dome. A lot of options at first base. That's why mm-hmm. I often pick from that position last and just pick where it matches your uh, leftover budget. Um second base are five names down. Addison okay. Russell gets Jeff Locke. It's ready on lefty. He bets at the bottom of the order. It should hopefully still be cheap. He's cooled off a bit, but there's plenty of talent there. Just in the, the bottom of the order, that limits his RBI potential. Yeah, absolutely. But he could score some runs, maybe. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's not not an exciting pick by any no. means. But, um, yeah. I also have... Check this one out. I don't think I've ever mentioned him on the podcast, but Joe Panic goes to Cincinnati against Jason Marquis. And Joe Panic does not have power. Joe Panic does not have speed. Joe Panic only knows how to put the ball in play. And that's an okay skill, especially against Jason Marquis, and especially because they like to bat him near the top of the order. So if the Giants blow up Jason Marquis, which they definitely could, you could see some hits and some runs for him. Um, okay. It's a cheap option. I'm not, like, excited about Joe Panic. I'm not saying put him on all your teams, but I'm saying if you need a guy, you know, he could fit in uh, budget-wise for you and help you spend some money elsewhere. Daniel Murphy gets Kyle Lowe's, uh, second base or third base, probably, and that's fine. Robinson Cano gets Clay Buckles. Clay Buckles has his great starts and his blow-up starts, and if he blows up uh, against Seattle, Robinson Cano could be a big part of that. And mm-hmm. on the flip side, it's going to be a game to watch. Dustin Pedroia gets J.A. Happ, and I know you like J.A. Happ. I know you like him in Seattle. I know Red Sox have struggled, but they have too many good righties in that lineup, and I'll mention some more later. But Dustin Madroya in that Red Sox stack, I don't... I mean, you like Jay Happ, but would you stream him against the Red Sox? Not a chance. Yeah, so things could could go that way for uh, Pedroia and other guys. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of surprised what, you, you, you ignored my guy. Your guy? Which guy did I ignore? Colton Wong. Your guy, Colton Wong. Yeah. Against Shane Green? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, I don't have a real problem with that. I don't think he has the platoon advantage there, but... Uh, he's a lefty. Doesn't he have, yes. like, reverse splits, though? No. He, well, a little, it, for his career, does he have a reverse split? I don't... I think he does, but I wouldn't well, buy First off, his career is what? You know, 400 plate appearances? It's like 625 a year. 
but still not very much. In his career, which is 140 games, 625 plate appearances, he has hit lefties way better. I don't buy that, though. Like, Especially I, now he's actually doing really well against righties this year. I, yeah, he, I, 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 like I like this matchup for Colton Wong. I think he's going to do very well against Shane Green. I don't have a problem with it. I was defending mine, glossing over it. I need to keep him in my head as a guy, you know, because I had him in my head as not somebody in that lineup to uh You know, actually, it, quietly, he's put together a really solid season. Oh, so. yeah. He has plenty of talent. He has power and speed. I like him. You know, I I don't want to say I'm stand corrected, but I'm totally fine with you You liking him, for sure. He's an option I, at second I, base. I appreciate you adjusting the dismissing of my Colton Wong pick. Thank didn't you. dismiss him. I just, like, there glossed was, over him. I, I, I could sense the like a, a three quarter hand wave. Yeah, like no, no, no Colton Wong here. Yeah, some interesting career splits, but I would feel confident against with him against righties for sure. I don't with the career splits for for Wong. I don't I don't really think I trust him just because first we we barely have a full season of data, and second last year for him was so weird. Yeah, and that, that was the bulk of his career. Yeah, and th- and that's the majority. Of it. It, was, it was a really weird season, in which he put up, you know, great, you know, you know, he hit for power, stole bases, but did not, literally nothing else. Yeah, and a lot of those left-handed guys that often have reverse splits are more of like the low strikeout contact fast guys, like Nori Aoki, and it has more to do with uh, putting the ball in play and getting down the line. And he's not that kind of player. He has some speed, but he's not that kind of player. No, so. he's not. Yeah, so that's worth mentioning at second base. Is he your favorite pick? Anybody else there at second base you like? That uh, you you covered a lot of the guys that I had, but I I think he deserves some attention. Sure, because I, I, he he again he's one of those power speed guys, that, and he has a lot of paths to points. Yeah, sure. You know, he, he doesn't you know, necessarily have to hit a home run or steal necessarily steal a base to give you points. You know, he yep. can do a lot of things. Yep. Okay, at third base, uh, third base was a good day in my eyes on Friday. Uh, yeah. Chris Bryant gets Jeff Locke. Yeah. No reason not to be in the Chris Bryant. David Freeze gets way in Chen. Might back cleanup for the Angels. Again, I like that stack of them uh, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Adrian Beltre gets Bruce Chen. He likes to hit lefties, and there you go. He could join up with uh, Prince Fielder to do bad things to Bruce Chen and the Indians. Luis Valbuena gets Ari Dickey. I still like Luis Valbuena in the middle of the Astros order with some, some pop. You know, it's going to be relatively cheap. He's an affordable guy that could put up a big game for you. Um, Matt Carpenter gets Shane Green. You know, I like all those mats. I like the oh. the Matt stack in St. Louis against Shane Green and Colton. All the mats and Colton Long. Brett Laurie gets Carlos Rodon. Brett Laurie hasn't been good, you know, so it's hard to really feel good about that. But Rodon is a lot of good things you can say about Rodon, but he's inexperienced, so. That would not be the worst gamble. Uh, but I'd, it's hard to believe in Brett Laurie right now. And Kyle Seeger gets Clay Buckles. And okay. I like that Seattle stack. And there's not a lot to say about Kyle Seeger. I wouldn't have a problem with him. So uh, third base might be another place to fill in late based on where it fits your budget. Fair enough. What about you? Any third baseman for you that we missed? Uh, I've got a guy that qualifies the third base that I think needs to be mentioned. Okay, sure. Uh, Chris matters is, all that matters is that he qualifies. Yeah, Chris Davis against against Jared Weaver. Okay, sure. Mentioned him uh, at first base, but even better at third base. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather play him. If I'm playing him, I'm playing at third just because third base. Yep. But no, he, Jared Weaver gets pounded by lefties. Chris Davis does bad things to righties. Yeah, Jared I think, Weaver throws slow. Yeah, I, I, yeah. This, this, could be, this could be bad in practice for Carlos Davis. Yep. 
And then at shortstop, I had three guys I liked. Uh, Starling Castro gets Jeff Locke. Okay. I'm sure you have strong opinions about Cubs shortstops against the Redstone Rocket, but he likes to hit lefties. If you're a Castro he, guy, he would be fine. I have no issue with Starling whatsoever. Yeah. Ellis Andrews gets Bruce Chan. Again, if you like this little, tiny, modest Texas, uh, Texas stack against Bruce Chan, if you want Prince, Beltre, Andrews, mm-hmm. they're going to be cheap, you know. Um, my favorite pick probably is Marcus Simeon against Carlos Rodon. I like Marcus Simeon when he gets lefties, you know. And Carlos Rodon is good, but like I said, he's inexperienced, and it wouldn't shock you if he struggled at times, you know. There there was actually a phone call to a prominent Chicago radio station today complaining about the Simeon for Samarja trade. Uh, the real problem here is that you listen to sports radio, Matt. Oh, I know. Oh, Dylan. First off, I listen to one show, and it has people that call in complaining about trades like that. Oh, it has. You wouldn't believe some of the phone, the phone calls are the best part. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, no, the phone calls are the best part. How, how how can we give up the Semyon guy for Zamarja? I, you know how I feel about sports radio. How do you feel about sports radio? It's, I, it's not good. I can't oh. get into it. I'm not a sports radio guy. I'm I, sorry. I listen, there's one show that I listen to in Chicago during the midday, and I enjoy it. But you're not gonna give the plug. They, they don't need it. They'll do fine. Okay. Yeah, I think they're doing okay. If you want to guess what sports show Matt listens to, you can find him on Twitter at mattdfp911. I'll be happy to. I, it, it shouldn't be that hard to figure yeah. out. Um. Okay. How about outfielders for you? Outfielders, outfielders. Like? I got I got two good I got two good ideas that are going to be cheap. Okay. First is the Orioles lefties. They've got a whole host of lefties in the outfield that, that you can st- kind of stack up against uh, against Jared Weaver. Mm-hmm. Deasa, not a huge fan of his, but he's going to play. He's been getting uh, benched a little bit more lately, and it's frustrating me. Yeah, if he gets in, I really like him. But they've been playing like Delman Young over him. Against Fridays, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? That can't last long. He no, better get in this lineup. It, 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 our, our guy Jimmy Paradise, the switch hitter. Yep. I kind of like him if you if you need you know the Swiss Army knife against mm-hmm. a, a, a mediocre righty like Jared Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You've also got David Loff. No, you know if he's in the lineup, I'd, I'd consider it. You just want left-handed bats against Jared Weaver. Pretty much, yeah. I have no problem with that. And on the other side, I want. Left-handed bats also against Chad Billingsley. Yes. Yes, you do. And Arizona has two of them. They've got Ender Inciarte. Yes. And David Peralata. Oh, I'm sorry, Peralta. Yes. That's a crowded outfield. I like them if they're in the lineup, but it's exactly. hard to count on. Exactly. have to be playing, yeah, of course. Yeah. I would check for them. Inciarte has some speed and Peralta has some pop. Um, they're going to be cheap, but again, against Billingsley, I could see them doing just fine. So yeah, me too. I could see them both. I, I, I see, I see past the points there. I think runs are going to be scored off Chad Billingsley. Runs are going to be scored off the Phillies bullpen. It's just a matter of how. Yeah. So check your lineups if you're able to do that uh, for DFS tomorrow, and check those guys and get them in. And that could be beneficial. I had Gregory Polanco at Kyle Hendricks. No problem with that. Um, if you like those Angels righties. How about uh, some guy named Mike Trout against Wayne Chen? Could be just could fine. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also like Nori Aoki at Jason Marquis, because why not? I like any of these flyball Yankee guys. Again, these aren't flyball guys, but they do have some pop. Could be helpful. Jacoby Ellsbury and Brett Gardner get Chris Young. 
because why not? You know, Chris Young can be sneaky good, but not enough for me to avoid going against him. You know, mm. Colby Rasmus gets Ari Dickey. Ari Dickey, what man? I want to see what happened to him, but we know he just got old. That one magical Cy Young season was awesome. But that, that was so much fun to watch. It really was. Yeah, I wish he were. I wish he stayed good. I definitely I, do. Yeah, I, I really wish that could have continued. But yeah, I, I think I I think it's fitting that we saw the end of it. Yes, Colby Rasmus could put some. You know, could put a hurt on one of those knuckleballs. Uh, Matt Holiday joins the Matt Stack versus Shane Green. Seth Smith gets Clay Buckles again. Clay Buckles is off if things go bad. They could go real bad. You know, I could see the Mariners blowing him up. I could see anybody blowing him up, you know. So it might be worth putting a, a stack on that. Uh, on the flip side, again, Mookie Betts and Hanley Ramirez get Jay Happ. All those right-handed Red Sox guys. It's in Seattle, which is not where you want them, but they could do just fine. Dodgers guys, Jock Peterson and Andre Athier against Eddie Butler. No problem with that. Either. That's going to be a popular stack. Dylan, you could really go with Ithier or in that case. What do you mean? Oh, it's... it's yeah, a, ah, yes. Haha. Pardon me. It's a, I understand it's, your humor now. It's a Don't poor explain. attempt at humor. Don't explain, or it won't be funny. And then... <laughs> I don't think that was a problem. <laughs> Bryce Harper and Denard Span get Odrasamer Despagne. I don't care that it's in San Diego. Like, Bryce Harper can hit it out of the park, and you're not getting Span for the power anyway, so... Um, I like both those guys, the left-handed bats against uh, Despagne. How about pitchers? I actually, pitching was tough on Thursday, but there's a few more options on Friday. Okay. You, you know how much I like Chase Anderson. I would be I really did the role with something like a Chase Anderson, Carlos Rodon stack. Yep, we have and them. Just, in, uh, just for the fun of it. Just we because, have, you know, we that, have them that, in the streams, but I would honestly consider them in DFS. It's such a yeah. good matchup. I like the matchups for both of them. I like, I love both the pitchers, and I, I think that would, that would be just be a lot of fun just to kind of watch. Well, the A's don't hit lefties, so you're worried about Rodon's and experience, but you're certainly not worried about his talent or his matchup. So, uh, I don't, I don't, experience that that doesn't factor into it. Right, yeah, he can do just fine. Sure, I like both those guys. Um, he knows, how, he knows how to throw the baseball. <laughs> yeah, Madison Bumgarner gets the Reds. I don't uh, have a problem. It's in Cincinnati, so you're. Paying full price for something that is not its full potential, but he could obviously do fine. You like Bartolo Colon against the Brewers? How, you... how, how, how do we feel about Michael Pineda at Kansas City? I don't know if I like that as much. <laughs> Again, him. it's hard to take aces versus Kansas City just because they don't strike out enough, you know? And he's obviously great, and his price might be fairly high, but do he's you know not going to strike. Do he has this year? Not many. Three? Three. Yeah. He's been amazing. Again... I feel like he might have an ace price, and it depends on your format, what you have to pay for him. But if it feels too steep for you, just keep in mind he's not going to strike out as many guys as you hope. I don't think he'll get blown up by them, but they're a pretty okay offense this year. You know? Yeah, they, well, just the thing, you know, they, they put the ball in play, and they do it with line drives quite often. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's like a thing. Yeah. But I would be careful. I, I like him. I don't think he's yeah. going to like have a bad start. It just he might not be as good as you're paying for. Mm, so. Agreed. Yep. Uh, so look out for those Kansas City starts. They're not in a void. They're just, there's an asterisk there. Um, Julio Tehran goes to Miami. I don't have a problem with that in any way. Jake Odorizzi gets Minnesota, and that might be my favorite uh, of the day. It's really? Just, well, the Twins aren't very good, and Jake Odorizzi strikes out a bunch of guys, you know, and he's right-handed. You know? I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about this Tehran pick, though. 
Oh, it's it's fine. I think he's talented and Miami's okay. I could see him doing well, but I don't feel particularly strong about it. Mm. I thought you were doubting my Odorizzi pick. No, I, I, I actually I question the Tehran pick more than the Odorizzi pick. Yeah, honestly. well, I don't like it as much, so that's okay. <laughs> You're allowed to question that one. Oh, um, you, you wake up at you know four a.m. for a podcast. You're awfully snarky. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just don't like Julio Tehran that much, or you don't like pitching like pitching against the Marlins. I don't like Julio Tehran that much. Okay, that's fair. You see, no the, the, the walks and the home runs are up, and those seem to be bad things. Yes, those are not things that he wants to do. So no, keep an eye on him. Uh, I like other things more. He could do fine, but I like other picks more. Would you consider Wandy Rodriguez against the Indians who can't hit lefties? No. No. It would be have I'm, to be. I, I I wish I could you know jump on your your on your wayrod bandwagon. I just it, he's had some success this year. It's 2015, dude. I wouldn't guarantee it. I wouldn't bank on it. But if you wanted to take a shot in the dark and put him in a stack on Friday, I wouldn't call you crazy. Um, could be fun. Wandy Rodriguez is pitching against Bruce Chen in the year 2015. Yes, yes, lefty That's matchup. That's fantastic. Lefty matchup. Yep. Jordan Zimmerman goes to San Diego. He hasn't been that good. No. I mean, righties no. in San Diego is okay, but he's struggled. You know. That's that's some. You know, I'd, I'd love to dig deeper and see what's actually going on with him, just because yep. doesn't seem like the same guy for whatever. It just it seems it seems to be more hittable this year. I don't. I, it's just my eyes talking. It's not any. Yeah. Anything I you know anything I've, I've tried to quantify, but yep. I, I don't know. I'm I'm legit concerned about Jordan Zimmerman this year. Yep. And then uh, we talked about Michael Pineda. Would you consider our boy Dallas Keuchel against the Blue Jays? And they're full of righties. You know, could he do great? Yeah, but that's like not a good lineup for him. I, w- I was really hoping you wouldn't bring him up so we didn't have to say anything negative about Dallas Keuchel. I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad, but I would not pick him. You know? No, I think it's I think it's kind of a stay away, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I love Dallas Keuchel. I own a couple of shares of him this year. I mean, if you own him in a regular league, you're going to start him. I just want to pick him for DFS. Yeah, I think you kind of have to, but yeah, leave him in, leave him in, but just don't bank this, on him. On this DFS. could be you know where where the ERA goes from, you know, one three nine to you know two. Two five, yeah, which is still awesome. Okay, that's pretty good for Friday. Let's take yeah. uh, some quick peeks at Saturday and Sunday, though. Run through those and see if there's anything uh, you like there. The yeah, Marlins... there's a lot of bad pitching this week. Is it seems to be like every weekend we seem, we seem to get a lot of crappy pitching. Yep, um, we kind of run through it chronologically, starting with in the morning. Uh, the Marlins get Alex Wood, and you know what that means? That means Giancarlo Stanton hitting against a lefty. That is worth keeping an eye on. If you yeah, like Stanton, Alex Wood's been bad. That's... I mean, you can wake up early enough to get him in your lineup. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, there's, it could be a Giancarlo day. Um, yeah, if he's at home. Uh, the Twins are throwing out Trevor May, but, I mean, who do you have? The lefty I like in the Tampa Bay lineup is Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't know. It's just a tough lineup to find success in against righties, you know? Really? I don't know. Who else do you like against Trevor May? David DeJesus? Guys, lefties at uh, James Loney. Yeah, sure, James Loney. <laughs> it's worth mentioning in Minnesota. I I don't have a real problem with that, but not I was, something to get I, excited about. I was joking. Do not start James Loney under any circumstances. Yep. I mean, Detroit has David Price going in St. Louis, and they struggle more against lefties. They have a lot of lot lefties in their lineup, so it could be a good David Price day against St. Louis, who. Just got destroyed by Corey Kluber, and then Trevor Bauer did a number on him, too. You know, not nearly Kluber levels, but 
could be a good day for David Price uh, there. Whereas St. Louis is starting Tyler Lyons, who's left-handed. So I love all those Tigers on Saturday. That's a yeah. righty-heavy lineup. They get Tyler Lyons. He's left-handed and not good. That's a DFS grab for me. Pretty much up and down the lineup. Miggy at first, Kinsler at second, Iglesias at shortstop, Castellanos at third, and in their outfield, pretty much all of them, especially assuming uh, Rajai Davis starts. Yeah, him and J.D. Martinez and Cespedes. I don't know. I would, I would basically, if I could, I would start the Detroit Tigers lineup in DFS. You feel that strongly about Tyler Lyons? He's not good. I mean, it would be... Okay, that might have been hyperbolic, because it would not be a very good strategy to start all of one lineup. Like a no, full stack. Be but I think any of them have a solid chance of being fine. Is more Fair than enough. I to say. Do you like any of the Pirates against John Lester? Has John Lester turned things around enough that we're no longer picking guys against him? I think it... Uh, Starling Marte could do well. That, yeah, I mean if... That's the right-handed Pirates I mean, bat to be most excited about. I, I think there are probably better matchups out there. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Would be my guess. That's no, no longer picking on John Lester, but wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Starling can get on base and start running, you know. Mm-hmm. Run on John Lester, that's for sure. And you wouldn't pick against Garrett Cole from Chicago, I assume. No. Matt Shoemaker at Bud Norris looks like good things for Baltimore and LA. Any of those left handers uh, in there, Cole Calhoun for the Angels. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could pick any of the right-handed guys from the Angels, too, against Bud Norris. We are all first starting against Bud Norris, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Arizona has Archie Bradley, who I think is competent enough. I like him, actually, as a starter. He's coming back from the DL. He should be fine. And he gets up against Jerome Williams in Philadelphia. So I think mm-hmm. he can handle the Philadelphia lineup. And, again, a lot of right-handed bats in Arizona's lineup, but they could do fine in Philadelphia. New York at Kansas City, a couple lefties, Sabathia at Duffy. Both of them have struggled. Both of them might allow themselves to be hit by uh, guys that hit lefties, you know. In New York, that's A-Rod. A-Rod's my boy. Watch A-Rod at Duffy. And then in Kansas City, that's Lorenzo Cain and Salvador Perez. Are you Actually, you could, you could, the, the whole Kansas City team, you could start against a lefty, really. You, you think so? Even Hosmer and Moustakas, you're not worried about it? They have a team 809 OPS versus left-handed pitching so far this That's year. Pretty mean. That's pretty mean. Yeah, and Sabathia is whatever. I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> we've, covered, we've covered Captain Cheeseburger quite enough. Yes. Yes. Ryan Vogelsong at Mike Leak. If you like uh-huh. any of the, uh, yeah, right? Exciting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you suppose, like, if they actually met each other, they'd, like, be shouting, no, I'm the more mediocre pitcher. Uh, yes. I'm sure that's exactly how it would go down. Um, but uh, Joey Votto is my favorite Reds lefty, you know, and his price is still not crazy yeah. high for what that's, he can do. That sounds like, you know, honestly, I was about to say the same thing. That's a great pick for against Vogel yep. Song. So, all right, how about Toronto sending your favorite guy, Marco Estrada, to Houston? He's right-handed, so the, a lot of the Houston power guys are are right-handed also, but I'm not sure how much it matters with Marco Estrada. I, I think it's a good thing that NASA moved out of Houston because there's going to be a lot of unidentified flying objects coming out of uh, Astros Park. Yeah. I mean, the left-handed guy is Colby Rasmus, Luis Valbuena, those guys. But even if you went with guys like Springer, you know, Jason Castro could do fine there. You know, yeah. get some pop from him. Flip side is Scott Feldman. And so you don't <laughs> have to get righties on righty from the Toronto lineup, but I don't have a problem with that either. Matt Garza at Jacob DeGrom is nothing exciting for me, other than Jacob DeGrom could mow down the Brewers. 
That's a good matchup for him, especially. Yeah, actually, this is a really good matchup for him, actually. Yep. Um, Cleveland lefties could take on Colby Lewis. I also like Danny Salazar as a pitcher at Colby Lewis, you know, at the Rangers, I think. Plenty of strikeout potential there for Salazar against a Rangers lineup that has some talent in it, but as a lineup as a whole, go nuts. Danny Salazar. Pretty much. Um, Max Scherzer gets the Padres. I know the Padres are better, but they're also righty heavy, and I could go just fine for him. Same with Andrew Kashner against uh, Washington, to be honest. They got Denard Spann back and Bryce Harper's crazy, but uh, I could see Andrew Kashner doing just fine at home. Hopefully, maybe finally getting you know some run support, but maybe not against Max Scherzer. They do not score for Andrew Kashner. Um, mm. He has one of those like great ratios and a terrible, terrible uh, record. Your boy John Danks goes to Oakland. That means Josh Fegley time, Marcus Semien time. I'm not. Who else is the right A's in Oakland? I'd have to. Honestly, I couldn't yeah. think of. Them. I'd have to. I, I, if you want me to pull it up, I, I no. can get it quickly. The flip side of that is Jesse Chavez, who I think could do fine against the White Sox. You, do you, what do you see there? White Sox at Jesse Chavez. All right. First, you've got the, the worst hitting, second worst hitting team against lefties in baseball in Oakland going up against a horrible lefty. I mm-hmm. don't. You know, it's it's like the immovable object meeting the irresistible force. I mean, what? I'm not sure that's how that goes, but sure. How does how, how does it go correctly? Isn't it the immovable object and the unstoppable force? Immovable object. I got I got the the object and the force backwards. Uh, something like that. But I get what you're saying in Oakland. <laughs> you heard me. I heard you. I understood. I, I inferred. Just, I don't. I don't know who to bet on, and I don't know who to bet against in this. But I again, I just I, I can't. I don't know who to bet on. I don't know who to bet against. This game's honestly kind of. I hate to say, kind of a stay away for me. Really. Okay. Um, I, just, I still I don't, like. I don't, I don't, you know, when you've got two things that are bad, I just I don't know which one of them to choose. I still like Marcus Semien punishing his old team against John Dinks. That's my favorite shortstop, maybe on Saturday. And, and then, that's uh, fine. I, I could see that working out. Actually, I'm kind of excited for this. Going to be a fun series, I think. Yep. Except uh, for pitching, that's good song. Yeah. Um, Seattle lefties get uh, Rick Porcello, which is money. And Felix is on the other side of that. But against Boston, I don't know, it's Felix. If you're paying for Felix, so you can shut down anybody. Yep. But it's not the best lineup for him. And then the Dodgers get to hit against Jorge de la Rosa, which means any uh, right-handed bats in the Dodgers lineup. Scott Vance like if he gets in the game. That's awesome. Uh, Howie Kendrick, it's a good day for him, for sure. Dodgers guys could be fine against him. And, he, yeah, he's worse against righties, but it's another guy who's not that good anyway. So... Dodgers is a, another good stack. They seem to be a good stack just about every day. They're a pretty good offense, and they face a lot of bad pitchers in the NL West. So. You heard this first. Dodgers good offense. Dodgers good offense. That's uh, the great analysis people to come to fill the streams for right here. It's unquestionably. Yep. Help me run down Sunday really quick. Uh, right. I like De Sclafani and Heston both as okay, you know, middle options. They're not great. Um, My God. Yeah, neither of them are bad enough that I would try and really lift for you guys against. Noah Syndergaard goes again against the Brewers this time. He was okay out last time. You know, they kind of uh, caught up to him, caught up to him late. He looked good early. Uh, yeah, the, the pitch count got the better of him. With yeah, getting the, the Brewers will be a little nicer for him. I like yeah, him as an okay pick. Uh, and I don't really see any big streamers there for you. Lucas Duda can hit Willie Peralta. That's fine. Tom Kohler's at home against the Braves. Shelby Miller's been super hot. Do you like Shelby Miller in Miami more than Julio Tehran? Yes. Really? You like Yes. It? Okay. Higher on Miller than Tehran. I, you... I, I think Shelby Miller looks like he's been fixed. Yep. Julio Tehran looks like he's broken. Okay. That's very fair. 
I could see that for sure. Well, I think that's an okay matchup for him. Um, Garrett Richards goes to Baltimore, takes on Ubaldo Jimenez. We still have nothing to say about Ubaldo Jimenez other than <laughs> I don't know what to do there at all. Yeah, I just you know, I, don't I stream moved, against him. Don't stream him. You know, I did. Does he like to party? I mean, it, it is like an early day game, so maybe if he might you know, be. I, 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 <laughs> Who's out on Saturday? You know, he, he, that's still shaky enough. Yeah, I, I that's really all the only analysis I can possibly think of on you, Baldo. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's there's no figuring him out. Josh Colmenter at Sean O'Sullivan. You don't want to start either of those guys. I don't know. I mean, would you even start Colmenter at the Phillies? He got blown up so bad last time. They, I, I think I'd move on and find a better matchup. Yeah, uh, Josh Colmenter is not great, but again, any of those Arizona hitters against Sean O'Sullivan go nuts. He's a prime pitcher to stream against, and you can hit in Philadelphia. So those Arizona lefties or even the righties, I like them fine. Nathan Eovaldi at Edmondson Volquez, two guys that are, again, kind of average enough that I wouldn't feel great streaming against or either of them. You know, I, kind of, I would kind of like to stream against Nathan Eovaldi, I think. He has a high whip, and Kansas City can hit, you know, but he's not worthless, not a guy you can walk on. Chris Archer goes to Kyle Gibson. I like Chris Archer there. I like streaming at the Twins. I yeah, Chris Archer. He looks like a fantastic pick against the Twins. Really, that's yep. that's that's when I would like to put money on. Yep. And any Tampa Bay hitters you like get Kyle Gibson, who's just either going to be great or bad, but he's often pretty bad. Here's <laughs> one I really like a lot is Mark Burley at Houston. Mark Burley's been bad, and he's left-handed, and Houston loves to hit lefties. Tons of you know Houston guys, so. George Springer, uh, Evan Gaddis, Chris Carter, just stack those guys up against Burley for me. That's a big game for me. Would you agree? Yes. Okay, good. I, I have no disagreement there. Dynamite drop-in. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> AJ, AJ Burnett goes to the Cubs. Uh, I like both these pitchers, honestly. I like AJ Burnett, and I like Jake Arrieta. You know, and there are two offenses that are decent, but not ones I would stay away from. So I like both of those guys enough that I wouldn't necessarily pick hitters against them. Um, and I like them to rack up some strikeouts. Carlos Carrasco goes to Texas and gets Nick Martinez. That could be a good way for him to turn things around. Texas is not scary, and Carlos Carrasco is simply too talented to have the ratios where he is, especially his strikeout level. So I like Carlos Carrasco yeah, I would, there. I would really like to bet on, yeah, if I were to, if I were to put him in the other stack, you know, Carrasco and Archer. Yep. I admit there is some blow-up potential there, but I'd be willing to bet, bet against it. Yep, and any Indians that want to go hit Nick Martinez, like Michael Brantley is figuring it out and being like 2014 Brantley. Can we start referring to him as Dr. Nick Martinez? Because that would just make me smile. I'd be okay with that. Uh, Michael Brantley at Dr. Nick. There you go. Awesome. Uh, Jeff Samarja at Scott Kazmir. That feels like a stay away for me, too. I mean, I guess against the lefty, you could go with Jose Abreu. But Scott Kazmir is too decent, you know. Kazmir being the lefty, you would stay away from him? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I got crossed up there. Uh, actually, I, I would also like to bet on Scott Kazmir because the White Sox are you. It's First off, it's going to be a getaway day lineup. They're bad against lefties. They're bad against lefties. Getaway day lineup, which mm-hmm. on, on the road, I guarantee you, is going to be it, it's going to be horrific. Yep. So I was staying away hitter-wise, but yeah, I like Scott Kazmaier against the White Sox. Now that we keep in mind how bad they are against lefties. J.B. Shuck against Scott Kazmaier. I bet you can't wait. You're, you just, yeah. James Paxton against Stephen Wright in Seattle. <laughs> Stephen Wright could get beat up by the Mariners, and more importantly, all those righties in the Red Sox lineup. Again, 
there's big opportunity for them in Seattle. Seattle's not the best place to hit, but that's okay. James Paxton has been disappointing. So isn't, isn't Stephen Wright the, the like new weird knuckleballer? Yeah, but he hasn't been any good, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yep, that's plenty of opportunity for Mariners guys too. If you like Kyle Seeger and Seth Smith or the and Robinson Cano to lefties, and then Nelson Cruz, why not? You know, at Dodger Stadium, the showdown of the century for you, Kyle Kendrick gets Mike Bolsinger. Uh, <laughs> what does it do for you? You, well, you you know Kyle Kendrick is one of you know the great enemies of this podcast. Yes. Yes, he, and Mike Bolsinger is just like, send that, what did I do? Yeah, so I don't love a lot of the Rockies. Again, you're paying too much from away from Colorado sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, against Mike Bolsinger is not bad. I wouldn't stack, but if you wanted to pick a cheap, you know, a cheap Cargo or a cheap Blackman or something, I'm fine with that. But Adrian Gonzalez, Andre Ethier, Jock Peterson, even Howie Kendrick, like, against Kyle Kendrick. Kendrick on Kendrick crime. I'm okay with that, for sure. Kyle Kendrick's been bad. Steven Strasburg goes to San Diego against Ian Kennedy. Both guys kind of under underperforming, you know, but righty heavy lineups. What's I up? think Stras is kind of a stay away for me until until I I, I think he's healthy, like yeah. fully healthy. I think he's a stay away. Yep, that's fair. I wouldn't. He could rack up strikeouts, but it's hard to pay the price for him there. Would you start San Diego guys against him though? Probably not. Yeah. Again, I, I I think there are so many opportunities. Yeah. For, for legitimately bad pitching that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be interested in tempting fate by putting guys against Stephen Strasburg. Yep. It's too much of the middle ground. Not quite good enough, but not bad enough. You don't want and to. I, and I think there there are other better options. Honestly. Yep. And if, if, this was, if it was like a half slate where I'm like, you know, I'm reaching, I'm like looking for points. Yeah. I could see it. But since it's a, it's a full slate with a lot of really crappy pitchers. Yep. Yeah. Same with uh, Sunday night game, Detroit at St. Louis, Alfredo Simone at Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's been good. Uh, I don't... It's a hard matchup against the Tigers. It would be hard to pick that, you know. But Alfredo Simone's also been good, but not enough strikeouts really depend on him. And they're both right-handed, and both those... I don't know. That's another one where it's not really good or bad enough to feel excited about that. Uh, weekend's kind of tricky, but not too bad. There's plenty of options for you, and hopefully that's helpful. If I had a spot to fill and it was a St. Louis hitter, I wouldn't I wouldn't be afraid of it. They're really competent offense against right-hand pitching, so I don't... Alfredo Simone has his voodoo magic, though. I'm saying. You see, I, I wish he actually did have voodoo magic. Like, it would explain he, things. He would, he would like, you know, like appear in like a puff of smoke, and then, you know, like, ha- have like everybody in a trance. I think that'd be. I, I would, I would pay a lot of money to see that. Yeah, that would, that would make his starts much more exciting because he's not striking people out. All right, let's get these uh, field of streams picks out of the way too for Saturday. All right. before we get out of here for the weekend. On Saturday, there were five guys. No, four guys. I thought were interesting. I can't believe you found that many. Go ahead. Uh, Alex Colome in Minnesota. He hasn't been that good though, and he's not that good. I just worth noting. He's eligible and goes to Minnesota. Danny Duffy gets New York. I want no part of that. Uh, he's been frustrating. Jesse Chavez gets the White Sox, and I think I have my eye on that to be interesting. Uh, could do fine, but the pick here is Archie Bradley. When I checked, I hope it's still here. 50% owned, right on the line. He's coming back from the DL, which I don't love, but he's going to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, that's what they did. They had DL from the front. Yeah. yeah, from taking one in the head. But it turns out he was he was okay. He just got to play. Yeah, yeah. He's going to Philadelphia. Uh, it might be our last time we get to pick him. Uh, oh, it's going to be a good one. He's probably over 50% by the time his podcast airs. Yeah. Are you with us on Archie Bradley? With me? I I like the pick, but I, I had another pick. Okay. 
I, I, I'm choosing to bet against the, the Minnesota Twins in Oxcolme. Is my okay. pick. Um, he's um, not great. But, he's he was okay until recently. You know. Yeah, the Twins are, the twins are horrific against right hand pitching. The twenty fifth, they rank twenty fifth in OPS against right hand pitching with a six six nine mark. That's, yeah, that's pretty horrific. I think that, I think there's talent with Colome. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would rather bet on his talent against a bad offense than you know Bradley coming off the DL against a reasonably adequate offense in Philadelphia. Yeah. So you have. Uh... Colome, I have Bradley. What about Sunday? Who'd you go with? Jeez, Sunday. I, I, honestly, I, I've, I've been looking at the same names, kind of bouncing back and forth. We have, in fact, lost Noah Syndergaard. He's hit 58%. Uh-huh. As he should Just, be. He should be picked still, up everywhere. Still kind of surprising how low it is. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. I'm I'm really I'm really hard-pressed to find a name. You know, Josh Colmenter is a name. Yeah. I have Chris Heston and Michael Lorenzen face-off. <sighs> I like Heston more. You know, it's tough. Willie Peralta goes to the Mets, but they can actually kind of hit, and he hasn't been great. Yeah, not that bad. Yeah, Nate Eovaldi gets the Royals, but you already said you oh. don't like him that much. Oh, thank you. His ERA is okay, but his you know his WHIP's been much more troublesome. James oh. Maxson is now ownable again, but that's because he's been bad, and he gets the Red Sox. You don't want that. Oh boy. My pick is Tom Kohler against the Braves at home. Not exciting, but getting that Tom Kohler pick in there. On a bad day, I will take Kohler against the Braves at home. I, I, kind of, I think I kind of want to go with Heston. I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Heston's probably, the. I think, for me, the right pick. Yeah, I've talked myself into it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's Chris Heston versus... In Cincinnati against Michael Lorenzen. On a, on a getaway day against Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, I could see him doing just fine. Yeah, I could... I don't have any. Yeah, I, I think actually I'm, I've talked myself into it as oh. a good pick. Yes, you have. There you go. Uh, so on Sunday, Chris Heston and good old Tom Kohler. He's going to give me six innings and two runs and four strikeouts or something. Three walks. Yes, basically. Okay. Well, that should do it for us. A longer episode as we try and cover stuff for the weekend. I hope that's helpful. Try uh, episodes are long. Yeah, I do. I do. Hope you guys find this helpful especially after our short Thursday episode. Make sure you guys are checking out the Sleeper on the Bust, also on Rotographs Audio, on uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. They don't need your plug. Yeah, they don't, but it's still good advice. They don't need the plug. People should just listen to it. I agree. That that I do agree with. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, They don't need the help, but you maybe do. And if you need the help, they're they're good. And then, uh, yeah, I'm Dylan Higgins on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, feedback's been jumping up in the comments and on Twitter. That's good. Yeah, to hear I from love you guys. Yeah, I, I dig the interaction. It's cool. Yeah. If um, you want to holler at us, uh, have fantasy questions, or want to let us know what you think of the show, we I, appreciate the feedback, good and bad, as long as it's uh, hopefully nice, you know. But uh, it's helped shape the show a little bit already. So uh, thanks for hollering at us. Yeah, no, I, I just remember last year we had like the hardest time getting anybody to like interact with us yeah. like whatsoever, yelling into the void. So it's uh, yeah, good to hear from uh, you, Rotographs listeners. You know, yeah, we, we, we got an occasional tweet, and we got an occasional comment. Other than that, it was a lot of shutting into the void. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys make it uh, worth doing every day, for sure. Absolutely, 100% correct. So, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter, at Rotographs.